Hey guys, this is Craig DeFrancia from the Green Book, Power, and the Irishman. You're listening to the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to another episode of the Man Cave Chronicles. Welcome to the party, pal. You're my boy, boo. Yo, Adrian, I A podcast with interviews of amazing guests from the world of pop culture. Oh, yeah. TV. Nice. Movies. Oh, I love the movies. Comedy and more. From deep inside the Man Cave, your host, Elias. Craig, welcome to the cave. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. What's going on, man? What's new with you? Oh, my God. Just bobbing and weaving, man. Uh, living life and loving every minute of it. <laughs> there you go. You've been busy the last few years, huh? With, uh, let's see, you've done, let me get, let me see. I did my research on you. Okay, you did the, you had a part in the Green Book. You're going to be in the Irishman, yeah. right? The Irishman comes out in the fall? That's correct. Then, um, hopefully, uh, it's up to when Mr. Scorsese decides the edit is ready. That seems to be the golden question lately of when the Irishman is coming out. Yeah, and then you had a recurring role in Power also, right? Yes, yes All I right. did. All right. I don't want to be a spoiler, but yeah, if you saw the last season, you know what happened. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll talk about those. Uh, let the, let's talk a little bit about you first. Uh, where are you originally from? Uh, born and raised in New York, New Rochelle, New York. Lived there. Pretty much all my life, moved to Portchester, local New York guy, lived in the city for a couple of years. Then I moved out to California for seven and moved back to New York about eight years ago. Oh, wow. What made you, uh, what made you go back and forth? I assume you went out to L.A. for, the act, for acting. Yeah, I, I got out there, and then four weeks later, you know, I saved up a few bucks for the move, and then the writer's strike happened, so... It was kind of not feast, but more salmon. Wow. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I love the West Coast. It's um, seriously considering moving back out there in January, February of this year. But as of right now, I am back in hometown New York. There you go. So as a kid growing up in uh, New York, how was it? What were you into? Oh, man. Uh, I was definitely into sports. A big football guy. Played baseball. Terrible at basketball. I would always foul out of the games. I was always, you know, I was too aggressive. So basketball wasn't my stick. So I stuck with football and baseball. What were were some of your favorite teams growing up? Favorite teams, the New York Yankees and the New York Giants. I am a, I'm a New Yorker. I love the Knicks too. Um, Don't follow basketball as much. And I love college football. Big, big college football. (laughs) So I, when you were growing up, did you know you wanted to get into acting? You know, it's funny. I, I tell this story a lot. I mean, uh, when I was four years old, I told my dad I wanted to be on TV. So he picked me up and literally put me on the television set when there was television sets. And he goes, you're on TV. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, anyway, uh, I, I didn't really pursue it in high school. I was definitely gung-ho, pretty athletic. And then when I went into college, I started, uh, I, I developed a taste for it. And once I had a little taste, I, I just dove right in. Yeah. Did you grow up like in a, you know, that strict European Italian family? How, what do you mean you're strictly? Like, uh, you know, like uh, your parents would tell you, you know, you know, you want, you have to do this when you grow up, you know, or how were they with that kind of stuff? Um, no, my mother was always very supportive in whatever, whatever field I chose. She just was, which was great, which was really helpful in, in my decision because she was just like, I want you to be happy and you know, whatever makes you happy, whatever you want to do, 
whatever you wait, whatever you want to do when you wake up in the morning is what you should do. Yeah. So that was it, and I did some soul searching, and then uh, I got myself into an acting class. Yeah. Now, was there was there a specific movie or TV show that you watched that also told you that said you know you said to yourself, "Yep, this is what I want to go do." Oh wow! I mean, there's so many influential movies. Like uh, uh, one of my favorites is One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest which, you know, uh, Jack Nicholson was in, and that was a great film. Another one, uh, uh, a sleeper, well, actually not a sleeper, but Richard Gere and Lou Gossett Jr. in An Officer and a Gentleman. Okay. That movie had an impact on me, uh, you know, just the reality of life and, and, and overcoming obstacles because he was against all odds. But one of my favorites, I have to say, was The Warriors. Okay, <clears throat> okay. yeah, I remember that. That's interesting. Yeah, so, so, uh, so you said you went to uh, you studied acting after high school. Where where did you study acting? Yes, I first went to the. It was called the School for Film and Television, which is now called the New York Conservatory. Got my feet wet, you know, uh, did some did some scene study and things like that. But then I, I really wanted to pursue it fully, and I was accepted into the William Esper Studio. And I did the summer intensive there with the man Bill himself, God rest his soul. And then I, I enrolled and I did the two-year program, uh, the Meisner program with Bill. And it was great. And it was, it was revolutionary for me. There were peaks and valleys. You know, there were times when I was just like, the hell with this. And I would walk out of class and then I would get it. Yeah. <laughs> and Bill would let me back into class. <laughs> well, while you were studying uh, theater, did you... Uh... Like, what did you like better, theater or uh, doing TVs and movies? You know, I, I really enjoy the energy from the crowd when I'm on stage. I really enjoy that. But now, I've, uh, you know, I, I eventually want to go back and walk the boards at some point. But right now, TV and film is, is where my, I'm having a, a good amount of success in. And I really enjoy it. And it's totally a different piece, man. I mean, you, yeah. know, it's to, you know, it's completely different. And I love it. It's, it's you know, you have to control your performance, I guess, as much as you can and be truthful with it at the same time. Yeah. So did you did you find it easy to transition from theater to TV and film? It took a little bit of, it took a little bit of an adjustment, but it was just, you know, uh, for me, you know, acting to me is, is heightened reality. So it was heightened reality in the core in a close-up, if you can imagine that, that's that's that was the transition for me. Was it's a heightened reality in a close-up, and just trying to 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 bottle it all inside and convey it in your eyes and your behavior, rather than evoking it out of your mannerisms. Okay. So makes sense. Oh yeah, definitely. So after all that, you decided you made the big move to LA, like we mentioned earlier. What was your first gig out in LA? Do you remember? Wow, um, I did. I was in. I, I did some theater out there when I got there first. Okay. I, I was a part of this thing called La Lupa Festival, an Italian American festival, and I would do that every year, which was great. And it was actually a playwright that went to school. One of them was a playwright that went to high school with my brother, um, uh, Franco Delosandro. And he wrote a whole bunch of plays, and it was, it was, I, I couldn't believe it. I mean, you want to talk about a small world, man. I mean, you know, you move out to L.A. and you're doing a play from your brother's friend from high school. It was wild. And um, it was the La Lupa Festival. 
lot of fun, and he, he wrote all these one acts, and I, I did a whole bunch of one acts, and it was fantastic, man. It was really good. Yeah. And then I did, um, oh, man, I, it, it got me there. I, I, I can't recall my first acting gig in L.A. I did CSI New York. Okay, yeah. Well, I did read online that you done you did multiple uh, you done multiple shows like Blue Bloods, uh, Orange is the New Black. You did Boardwalk Empire. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, when I when I moved back to New York, I I did the Boardwalk Empire and it was great. It was great, and I was going to have a recurring role on that. And then they ended up killing my boss on Boardwalk Empire, so I was a mobster with no home. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, yeah, and I started. I started uh, getting back in the swing of things, uh, met a great agent, really, really gelled with him, and then graduated onto a couple of TV shows. Wow, wow. Uh, Blue Bloods, yeah, Blue Bloods was a lot of fun. I actually, I auditioned quite a few times for them, and I would audition for, you know, like, officer roles and, and, and bad guy roles, and they, they ended up settling on, on casting me as Officer Maldonado, yeah. which was a lot of fun. So out of all the, like the shows that you've done, which one has has been like your favorite? My uh, as far as TV shows, I'm gonna have to say Power. Okay. Because of many reasons, the cast is over the charts amazing to work with. Everybody's a very giving, giving actors, and that's that's what you need to really make it work. You know, you have to give of yourself. It's not about you. You're the vehicle for the story. So, and everybody's just trying to tell the story through their own point of view. Yeah. And express the writer's thought. So that's the way it. That's the way it evolved. And all you know, Joe Sakura, I mean, Amari Hardwick. I mean, great, great actors. I can't wait for a season, for a season six to air, uh, the final season. But you know, they were kind enough. You know, I went in for a. I, I auditioned twice for them, and I, I ended up getting a smaller role. Not that there's any small roles. There's only small actors. But I got a small role. But they liked what I did, and they and they kept. Uh, calling me back to the show and eventually turned into a recurring role, wow. and I felt that was really yeah that was really generous of them and um, it was it was a blessing man and you know I, I never forgot that. Yeah. Do you um, um, excuse me, do you uh? So you were recently on the Green Book, which won multiple awards. How did you get approached for that movie? Wow. Well, I actually I, I saw a breakdown for a '30s mobster from Brooklyn that speaks Italian. Okay. And I called, and the only thing I knew that was, the only thing I knew about the project was that Vito Morton was, uh, Vito Mortensen was attached. And I, I'm like, wow. I said, I should try to test this out. So I, I called my agent in LA and I said, do you think you can get me in? I'd love to, I'd love to go on tape. And he asked me, he goes, Craig, do you speak Italian? I said, yes. Do I really speak Italian? No. <laughs> and <laughs> so I spoke with a buddy of mine and we, worked on a little bit we worked out the italian and i did a brooklyn sicilian italian as opposed to like the correct neapolitan okay. to give it some real authenticity to the role and i i went on tape for that i i, I just i taped myself and, and sent it to la the, you know the, uh, producers um yeah i sent it to nick and peter Fowley saw it and i actually got cast on my birthday Wow. They call them, they call them, yeah, which was pretty wild. It was, it was a great experience. I was actually with my family, so it was really, uh, really a good time. And, and, you know, when I read this, you know, then I finally got the script, and I knew it was great. You know, I mean, I read scripts all the time, and I just knew this one had something. And, I, I mean, I, I still can't believe the magnitude of, of the Green Book and how, 
how many people have reached out to me, have been inspired by it. The story has been, you know, I mean, it's got every element in it, and the the chemistry between Vigo and Mahershala was just, I mean, superb. Yeah. Wow. Now you play Dominic. Yeah. Uh, how do you, how would you describe that character? Dominic's a badass. Dominic is a badass. He is a no nonsense type guy. He's he's a made man in the. Uh, you know, I, I, I created a, an entire character for him. I made him a, a made member of the Colombo crime family and, and created my own backstory for him. Wow. And just, um, you know, I, I, he's a killer, straight-up killer, and I, I, I hope that that came across. Mm. How did you, like, so how did you prepare for the role? I know you said you made him, like, you know, did you, like, go back and, like, watch certain movies that you were going to try to, like, use similarities from other movies? What I did was, yeah, I did. I did watch some of the movies, but what I, I did, I, I YouTubed a lot of real gangsters. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I looked up. You know, I was watching Carmine Persico, Greg Scarpa, all these main men. You know, the uh, the Mad Hatter, all these all these legendary mafia men, okay. and you know, incorporated their mannerisms into my character as best I could. Now I do, yeah. I mean, it's all in the research, and I, I, yeah. I I'm, I'm, I'm belligerent with the research. I, I can't get enough information about a character, yeah. and that's that's what I did to to, uh, to make it real for me. Yeah. What were some of your favorite like uh, gangster mafia movies? Oh man, <laughs> uh, do you have an hour? <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously, I mean, I'm a huge Goodfellas fan, huge Goodfellas fan, and I was fortunate enough to. Nick Pelleggi, who wrote uh, wrote that with Mr. Scorsese, and I got a funny story from that. You know, he was at the he was at the, the screening of Green Book for the New York premiere, and I walk up to him like, "Oh my God, Nick Pelleggi! You know, Greg DeFrancy. I played Dominic in the movie." He's like, "Oh, that's great." I said, "I have to tell you, my friends and I still quote Goodfellas to this day." I said, "To be honest with you." I think I could quote every line from the movie. He goes, "Well, that's great, Craig. Just in case I forget a line, I can always call you." <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, that, uh, good, you know, The Godfather's hands down one of the best epic films ever made. I also like, I mean, Gotti was great. Armando Sante's role as John Gotti was incredible. Yeah. Incredible. He really captured that role. Wow. Yeah. I mean, uh, me growing up, I was huge into those movies. And uh, you met, as soon as you met your Goodfellas, I was like, yeah, that's probably my top favorite one. Out of all of them. Oh, oh man. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's one of the best from, from soup to nuts, man. There is not a weak link in that entire one. <laughs> now, we talked about The Irishman earlier, and you said, uh, you know, hopefully it will get released soon. So what can you tell us about that without, like, you know, spoiling it away? I, I, honestly, I can't tell you a darn thing <laughs> because, <laughs> because of the simple fact that Mr. Scorsese keeps his script on – such a tight rope. The only thing you receive if you're in the film is your is your part. Okay. I mean, it's you know, except if you're one of the leads, I'm sure you get the entire script. But uh, I just I had I only had my scene, and uh, you know, it, it's it's going to be really good. This is I mean, it's an all-star cast. The movie's going to be amazing, and you know, I I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see it to yeah. be honest with you. And I hope I make the final cut. <laughs> now you 
So what do you enjoy playing more, the cops or the bad guy roles? Oh, the bad guy for sure, hands down, man. Yeah. Yeah. More fun, yeah. more fun. You know, uh, you know, you get you get to you get to you know be a badass, and yet you know it's not reality. Yeah. So you're not going to get arrested. Yeah. So in the acting world, who like who are some of your influences that you look up to? Uh, some of my influences. Wow. Uh, you know, Jack Nicholson is one of my favorites. Really enjoy his work. Um, you know, and I was fortunate enough to, to work with him. I mean, I actually, Viggo Mortensen is born and, and Mahershala, and I got and to get to work with those guys was just, was incredible. But, you know, I mean, I, I, I love Pacino, and a lot of his work has, been, has really influenced my career. And I also like Sidney Poitier. Sidney Poitier is amazing. Amazing actor. Just the real... I I love the real, raw, gritty performances. The truth of it all is really important to me, and that's what what needs to happen. So, what do you think has been, like, your biggest achievement in the acting world so far? Wow. Um... My biggest achievement in the acting world has got, um, I mean, being a part of a three-time Academy Award-winning film has been really, really gracious and, and blessed. I mean, that's been yeah. a really great, great thing. I mean, I, I, I mean, I have to, I have to go with, with the Green Book on that on that point. Uh, as far as a bucket list is concerned, you know, uh, getting to work with with Mr. Scorsese on The Irishman was. I mean, unmatched. I, I, you know, he said, yeah. "Call me Marty," but I, I still can't. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Uh, so you know, you got these kids that are trying to get into the acting world now. Even well, even people in their twenties, stuff like that. If they come up to you and they ask you for advice, what do you tell them? I say you better be really dedicated because it's one of the toughest fields to break into if you're not going at it twenty four seven, three sixty five. You need to be committed. You need to be a hard worker and you need to be truthful okay. and honest with your honest with honest with, with what you really want to achieve. You know, m- many are, many are called fewer chosen okay. in acting. Yeah. How do you, and, how do you and, do it? How do you, how do you grind it out? Cause I know, I know, I know you have kids and everything from what I see on Instagram and a family. How do you do it? Um, uh, how do I do it? I mean, you know, I'm producing, I'm producing two projects right now. One with actually one with this gentleman by the name of Larry Mazza, who I, I was fortunate enough to work with in the Irishman. And they're, uh, they're doing his life story. Cause he was, he was in the Colombo crime family and, you know, he did time and, and uh, he's got an amazing life story that that'll go into at a later time. But yeah, they're, we're, I'm producing that. And I'm also producing a, a TV show called Vinyl Garage, which we're in the final stages of editing right now. I keep myself busy. I keep myself creative and always working, you know, between auditions and callbacks and things like that. Uh, you know, grass doesn't grow under my feet. I'm yeah. just blessed to, you know, to be a working actor. Yeah. If you weren't an actor, you what do you, what, if you weren't acting, what do you think you'd be doing? If I wasn't acting, what would I be doing? Wow. Um, don't know i would be dying (laughs) (laughs) um i this is what i do i I don't know anything else i mean you know i had i had many you know i bartended i did all these other other miscellaneous jobs to feed my to feed acting everything was uh, everything was a vehicle to 
to get where, where I'm going and, and still going. Yeah. So that that's, yeah, that, I mean, it didn't matter what I did. I had to make a few bucks and, and, and pay the bills and take care of my boy. Yeah. And at the same time, still staying focused, staying on target yeah. and not letting, uh, not letting anything get in the way of that. Just yeah. staying focused and doing, being as positive as I can. You know, I mean, because there's always those roles that, you go in for you get the call back for you get another call back for and you you know you you know you're right for it and and then all of a sudden you don't get it but then you know after you, you're you toughen up your skin and you become like leather you realize that it wasn't your role and you just move forward from that. Okay. That was my I think that was one of my biggest lessons that I I, I experienced so, you know because of course you you know you want to do a, a lot of roles that sometimes you don't get cast for. And you know, and you know, you're really, really close to getting them. But at the same time, it is what it is, and you have to have skin skin as tough as leather. Mm. And uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Most of the times, you don't even get an answer why you didn't get it, right? Uh, for certain roles, yeah. I mean, now you know, now we'll get some feedback. Yeah, I mean, you get feedback from it now. But I, yeah, in the beginning, it had no idea. And and for the for the younger actors out there, you'll you'll never know. You could be taller than the lead actor. You could, your hair could be two shades too dark. You could be, I mean, it, there's so many reasons why you don't get it yeah. as opposed to, to, to you do get it. Do you like, for auditioning, do you like doing the self-tape and sending it in? Or do you like to actually go and do it live in front of people? Um, I'd rather do it live in front of people because I, I, I'm, you know, in, in my profession, I, I, I memorize my script. It doesn't even matter. You know, I'm off book when I go in or not. You do have an advantage of taping now because of the simple fact that if you don't like to tape, if you want to do it again, you didn't do what you wanted to do, you can just, you know, edit it, cut it, delete it, and redo it. Yeah. That's the advantage of taping. But I prefer to go and meet people and, uh, and get some face-to-face -face time. And because I, I enjoy the process. I enjoy the audition process. A lot of people don't, but I, I don't mind. I like to go in the city and, and read my lines and, and, and sit down with a cup of coffee right before I go in and really, really hone in on it. Yeah. Now, uh, do you have like a, where do you see yourself 10, 20 years from now? Where do I see myself 10, 20 years? Uh, hopefully with a, a nice little villa in Italy and two, two condos, in well, one in L.A. and one in New York, and traveling the world uh, creating art and doing films. There you go. There you go. Do you have like a dream role that you hope you could play someday? Wow! Oh man! Uh, I, I, you know, I mean, there's so many characters I would love to play, but I just, for me, I just want to be that guy that gives the best performance in any role he's in. You know, I mean, I, I always want, to, I, I would love to be a superhero. To be honest, that would be a lot of fun. I think because I, I like the hand-to-hand -hand and stage combat stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean that's that's down the road. I think. So what's uh, on your downtime? What do you enjoy doing when you're not working? What do I? Uh, I like to make wine. I, I make. Uh, I'm a winemaker. I love to cook. I, uh, you know, cars. I, I enjoy sports. I'm, I'm always active. I'm always, you know, I'm either at the gym or, or, or playing around, throwing the ball around outside, just staying athletic and, and being healthy and being at the gym. Yeah. Now, is uh, what's a fun fact that you want the listeners to know about you? What's a fun fact that I want listeners to know? I'm a damn good poker player. There you go. 
Do you ever do you ever go to the casino and play poker? Of course, yeah. of course. Um, uh, yeah, I, I go to. I love Mohegan Sun. I go up there. They're, they're very kind to me all the time when I go, and uh, sitting at their new poker room, sitting down and playing a little two five. <laughs> there you go. Huh? <laughs> la- la- uh, lastly, uh, how can the listeners find you on social media? Oh man, check me out at at craigdefrancia.com and I'm on Facebook, Craig DeFrancia, and I have a, my fan page as well. Please like it, enjoy it, follow me. I'll like your stuff. Like for like, baby. All right, Craig, this was fun. Thanks for coming on. Good. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. I'll talk to you soon, man. Thank you again. That old black magic has me in its spell. That old black magic that to you are weep so well Those icy fingers up and down my spine The same old witchcraft when your eyes meet mine I love them so, yeah, that same old tingle That I feel inside And then that elevator starts its ride And darling, down and down I go Round and round I go fire well now you're the lover i have waited for you're the maid that fate had me created for and every time your lips meet mine down and down i go round and round i go in a spin kind of loving that spin that i'm in under that old black magic on love 